Would you give your mum, dad, aunt or that uncle who hugs your partner a little too long free access to your phone? Oh no! Oh my god, it's, it's a really long video! Ew! In Dave's brand new YouTube original, Get Off My Phone, we've got six comedians to give their phones over to a relative with total freedom to read messages, DMs, photos and browser history. What's your social history? Sorry? What to do? Tips for relief. The rules are simple. Their relative can read anything they want and even make calls from the comedian's phone. What is this? What is I know what this one is. That, that looks really okay. bad. Starring Tanya Moore, Anya Magliano, Finlay Christie, Travis J with his mum Angie Lamar, Hayley Morris, Grace Campbell and dad Alistair Campbell. Slightly sexually compromising <laughs> Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Get off my phone. A Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Morning, and welcome back to our second self isolation special of Conversations Against Living Miserably. We've made this podcast for two reasons. One, all the ad money we make through this podcast goes to Calm. And two, to let you know that we're all in the same boat and we can try and help each other as much as possible in this time. If you're finding things a bit tough at the moment, as these are weird times we're currently living in, the Calm helpline is free, anonymous and open seven days a week from 5pm to midnight on 0800 585858. They've also got a web chat, which is open at the same times as well. If you like this podcast, please let your friends know, share it on your social media, because the more people that listen, the more money we raise. And you can even leave us a little review if you fancy it as well. Anyway, that's enough from me. Here is the second episode of our self-isolation specials. Hello, and welcome to a second edition of our emergency self-isolation podcast, because guess what, guys? We're still fucking quarantined (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i would say i'm in the exact same position i was before but i am in a different room now how excited are you in the same room of course i am i'm taking all of my meetings in the bedroom (laughs) (laughs) i have very much adapted to being like I have um, day pyjamas and night pyjamas. <laughs> oh, good work. I have taken, oh, I can't remember who said it on the last podcast. I think it was uh, Sarah Keyworth, but I've actually started getting dressed. I actually did that yesterday. I got up and put a bit of makeup on, even though I knew I wasn't going anywhere. Because I was like, oh, I just feel a bit more like a human. Yeah, that's it. it also, just, not to frighten feel- any of the women listening, but what I hadn't considered about this quarantine is when are we going to get our eyebrows done? <laughs> That is something that I don't think has been addressed enough. 
and I just want to say I'm with you ladies and <laughs> gentlemen who get their eyebrows done. Yeah, thank you. I get my eyebrows done. Thank you very much. You get your eyebrows done? Yeah, only because I get um, mad old man crazy eye big eyebrows if I don't and I look <laughs> a bit like, yeah, it's not pleasant for anyone involved. And I, or I, get, I get one really long one that just kind of spirals off. Um, oh, yeah, it's very attractive. <laughs> Yeah, You're I was thinking about quarantine with a six foot eyebrow <laughs> hair. I was thinking about haircuts as well because I don't have any means of cutting my hair in this house. So I'm going to emerge like bloody Grizzly Adams. Is everyone going to come out with like bowl cuts? <laughs> bowl cuts, <laughs> shaved heads, and we're all going to pile into the pub the moment they say we can. It's going to be brilliant. <laughs> the true British spirit. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing though? What are you doing to keep busy? I genuinely, and this is going to sound so soppy, from doing that podcast the other day, kind of gave me a bit of a kick up the arse. Oh, nice. Because <laughs> it was the first time I'd actually sat and done something that related to the job I once had. <laughs> <laughs> that industry that existed seven days ago. Yeah, yes. remember when comedy was a thing, guys? Remember good days? <laughs> remember when we used to laugh? Remember tickets? They were a thing, weren't they? <laughs> But made me feel really good and like listening to people's like advice and stuff and I was like you know what Lauren you've got every right to be upset and you've got every right to be sad but this is probably going to go on for a while and you're just gonna have to do the best you can yeah <laughs> and I also got really stuck we were just on about this before before we hit record especially if you work in a creative job and even if you don't work in a creative job but suddenly everyone's telling you to be creative uh, I felt like the instant pressure to be like, I have to prove I'm adapting and start like churning out content and this and that. And I was sat thinking, but I don't want to live stream my gigs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already feeling quite sad and I can't think of anything that will make me feel worse than doing my jokes alone in my living room to my laptop, just for silence. I was like, I don't yeah. think that will do my mental health very well. I know other people will love it and I'm not slagging off people who are doing it go for it do what makes you feel happy and fulfilled during this pain but for me I was like oh no I don't think I can do that so then I was putting all this pressure on myself being like well what content can I produce to let people know I'm surviving <laughs> and I'm not failing and I've sort of kind of come to the realization just not to be too hard on myself I don't work well creatively under pressure at the best of times let alone mm -hmm. when there's a global pandemic Exactly. <laughs> no that is it it's making sure like it's amazing seeing everyone doing all these incredible things and you can get that sort of oh christ maybe i should be doing something maybe i yeah. should be creating this but then you have to remember that you have to look out for yourself first and don't push exactly. yourself to do anything you don't want to do yeah. and nothing you're not comfortable with oh absolutely absolutely let's face it we're gonna have plenty bloody time by the looks of things exactly so do it next week <laughs> <laughs> I got, have you seen this tweet that's doing the rounds? I, I, I thought this would be a good way to start off before we get into our lovely voice clips. Have you got your quarantine nickname yet? I have not. What was it? I did see so it going around. your quarantine rounds. nickname is how you're feeling plus the last thing you ate from your cupboard slash fridge. Oh, I'm, I'm anxious soup. <laughs> you sound like such a white rapper. <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 guys, anxious soup. <laughs> All right, then, what are you? On the pan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when I did it yesterday, I was sad Twix. <laughs> <laughs> Anxious soup and sad Twix coming at you. Yeah, wait for our album to drop, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be horrible and no one will want to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. It'll just be 
white people being sad. <laughs> uh, let's let's go for a voice clip to try and cheer us up. Who have we got? Yeah, who should we go for? Let's start. Let's start with someone who I think will guaranteed make us both feel calm instantly. It's Bryony Kimmins. Hi guys. Um, okay, it's Bryony Kimmins here. I'm going to tell you the things I'm doing to not go insane whilst be, being in isolation. Um, oh, I'm doing all the things that I didn't do. Last time I went mad, I had postnatal depression and then a psychosis. And after that, I've had anxiety since since then. So for four years, I've been very unwell and doing therapy and lots of things to keep myself from falling into the pit of despair. Um, I'm doing daily check-ins with my friends that I've assembled around me to have my back. Um, and I'm forgiving myself for instantly feeling like I'm a burden. And I'm vocalising that to them, that I feel like I'm being a burden. Because then they tell me I'm not, and then I tell them that they're not. And we have a reciprocal emotional relationship like adults should. I'm waking up each morning and I'm looking at my mantra. It goes like this. I am a good person. I'm trying to help others. I will be kind to myself. I am a good mother. I am beautiful on the inside. And I am worthy of life and love. I'm not drinking alcohol because it makes me do really negative things. And it makes me depressed. I'm going on my exercise bike for 20 minutes, even if Frank's in the room where he's hanging off me telling me not to cycle. That's my son. <laughs> I'm listening very carefully to my inner child because right now she's really terrified of being left alone. So I'm making sure that she doesn't feel like this by reaching out and giving her my love and telling her that she'll be okay. I'm breaking my day down into chunks and writing a schedule that I can tick off because I manage better with small pockets of time, not endless days. I'm shutting down negative relationships. I'm getting offline. I'm checking the news once a day and allowing myself to be on Twitter, but only to do good because I'm running something called Gig Aid, which is raising money for artists that have had things cancelled. I'm not chastising myself if one day I just want to stay in bed. I'm not allowing myself to feel bad about feeling bad about <laughs> not wanting to be alone with a four-year-old disabled child for lockdown. I'm allowing myself to say that that's okay because that is going to be very hard um, and that it doesn't make me a terrible mother. I hope that's all right. Basically, I'm a hippie. I've got my crystals out. I'm doing my mantras. I've got my inner child on. Fleek! hope you're both okay and take care of yourselves. And for everyone at home, just ask for help or just call someone. Um, I know it's easier said than done, but actually it is the one thing that will make you better. Ah, oh, she's brilliant. That is, that's really. I mean, that's that's. We could stop the podcast there. To be honest, that, yeah. that just summarizes everything that I've been wanting to uh, say, but just can't really articulate yes. it that well. All the rational thoughts that I know are lost in there somewhere that I haven't yeah. been able to. It's the putting things in uh, chunks of time, because yeah. I think that's what's hard for a lot of people is there's no time limit on this which is what I've heard a lot of people say, like, oh, well, it's just, it's so hard to process because you don't know how long it's going to go on for. So if you can sort of instill some kind of time frame within your life, I guess that's easier to, to sort of get through. Definitely. I think especially for people that have kind of a prone to feeling anxious anyway, having some sort of routine thrown back into their day to day will really help. Yeah, I think that's part of the problem that I found so far is that my daily routine has been thrown out the window and I don't really, yeah. I'm so not used to working in a one bed flat that I just need to make sure that I am kind of 
not drinking every single day, eating as much healthy as I can. I mean, I haven't done any of these things yet, but I will do them. Um, <laughs> and, and especially when she says kind of talking to friends and stuff like that, that's the one thing I've really done so far is checking in with people I haven't really spoken to in a little while, making oh, sure everyone that I want to know is okay is okay. Um, and just not focusing on the the negative relationships anymore. Definitely. Just making sure that you're in contact with the people you love and that they're okay. I've become, in the last few days, the human equivalent of the Microsoft paperclip. <laughs> like, honestly, I feel like because I've sort of lost what I would normally do, which is like make people laugh and go out, I feel like I've tried to sort of adopt another role. And I'm like, well, I want to check people are okay. I want to make sure I'm being caring and sympathetic. So I just keep like, keep popping up to people and I'm like, hi, what are you doing? You okay? Everything's fine? Can I help you? Are you writing a letter? I'll help you write your letter. <laughs> <laughs> and like, obviously most people have been very appreciative and be like, oh, really nice to hear from you. Thanks for checking in. But there's probably some people who are like, I met you in a nightclub toilet once. Why are you messaging me? <laughs> no, I don't need you to format my CV, Lauren. What are you doing? <laughs> this is just far too kind for your own good. Did you see what I did the other day? Because uh, obviously I'm no, I've now found myself in a long distance relationship for an unknown amount of time. So I just yes. And I was like, if anybody else was already in a long distance relationship that's now been made trickier, or you've found yourself in one because of the current situation, just like drop me a message if you miss them, let's talk. And ah, I had such a lovely two hours just chatting to people about like love and missing people. And like they were telling me all about their partners and I had such a lovely time just connecting with strangers it's wonderful isn't it and last night on twitter so that would be uh, friday night was um a writer called nick pettigrew did uh, a, a hashtag called the twitter winchester which oh. is just loads of people just getting together and having a drink over twitter oh, yeah. and people just nattering and sharing stories and making sure they're okay and just little things like that are absolutely brilliant, just to remind you that it's it's that weird thing that we are all stuck in this weird thing together. Yeah. Um, and even though it feels really like you're alone, there's you can you don't have to feel lonely. Oh, definitely. I think now more than ever, it's just like, just be a good human. Take Zoe Lyons' advice on what was it, episode one? Just don't be a dick. Yep. Don't be a dick. I mean, there's no need for it anymore. The, the, everything's so terrible anyway. Let's just, yeah, don't be a dick. Yeah. Who we got next? Who we have got? I've just very nearly clicked play on an Ed Sheeran song, which is. Oh, we've got Ed Sheeran live from Made of None Earth. of us need that right now, do we? No. <laughs> Awful John Robbins. Hey. Hello there. John Robbins here, um, recording this from my self isolation booth, aka my house. Um, I'm not ill, but I don't have any work, so I'm essentially at home all day. Which I've been many days for the past 15 years as a comedian, so have some uh, knowledge on how to sort of deal with the time. I'm going to make three main points. Um, I think the first thing I've always found really important, whether you've got nothing to do or loads to do, is to make a to-do list. And having that little structure in your day, whether it's a list of things like unload the dishwasher, reload the dishwasher, sort through my socks, check the mail, um, text my neighbour, 
all those really small things, to have them written down, to give yourself a something to do, but also a sense of achievement by physically crossing them out. And I would recommend writing them, physically writing them down. And sometimes you can get, if you're doing really small ones, get four or five done in 15 minutes and you feel like you're getting somewhere. Uh, Another little side note is don't write down big stuff. So don't say tidy the house or sort my accounts because those are too big and you'll sort of get lost in them. So maybe say it was tidy the house, you say um, pick everything off the floor, hoover, put the things you picked off the floor away. And then there's three little achievements you've got. Um, If it's bigger stuff like work, obviously that's dictated by work, but making little to-do lists for that if you're working from home. Um, And if it was, say, accounts, say you're self-employed like I am, you might go, put my receipts in a pile, Um, check my bank statements are in order, you know, put them into little achievable steps. So that's my first thing, to-do lists, really important. My second thing would be, especially with sort of the situation we're in, there's an awful lot of news and information and false information out there. And it's very easy to spend all day sort of going into various wormholes, whether it's Twitter or news or, you know, I keep getting forwarded stuff on text groups, which is clearly not real. Like someone sent me photos of the army today. And you're like, well, that's been photoshopped, hasn't it? Because there's a big line going through it. And they're clearly not outside that estate agents in London. Anyway, so to whatever extent you can, if you have the mobility and if you are healthy and not isolating because you're ill or perhaps because you're in a vulnerable group, I would suggest just getting out somehow, whether it's for a walk, um, even into the garden, just to sort of remind yourself that not everyone's not panicking, you know. Life is going on to a certain extent. People are smoking fags on their work breaks. People are, you know, clipping their roses in their gardens. It's very easy when you've got so much news at your fingertips to think that everything is going at that kind of pace and is that intense. Whereas obviously, you know, this situation is incredibly serious. I went to play golf today. I played golf on my own. There were loads of people playing golf. And you sort of think, oh, okay, maybe... Maybe this is not end of days, Uh, uh, though, obviously, as I said, very, very serious. Um, My third point, and I think this is really important, is to find a couple of things every day you can do that just give you a little morale boost. So for me, it's not particularly cold at the moment, but I have a little log burner, so I always light a fire in the evening because it sort of is good for my morale. Um, it's very easy to turn to drink in these circumstances. I speak from personal experience. If you um, are trying not to drink, put little things in that you don't associate with booze. So for me, things I don't associate with booze is having a bath, reading and hot chocolate. So if I'm trying not to drink one night, I will I will put those things in place so that there is an alternative. But were I to just sit twiddling my thumbs at about 4pm, uh, it calls to me across the sky. So there you go. Three tips there. To-do lists. 
don't go down news wormholes and get out if you can. And also put some healthier things, but little treats in your day to uh, give your heart a little boost. Anyway, I do wish you well wherever you are. Uh, remember that you are not alone. Um, and you can reach out to people in these times on various forms of communication. And uh, lots of love to you all. Okay, bye. Oh, thank you, John. Amazing. Yeah, I think those points about kind of making sure that you are doing achievable little goals throughout the day to ensure that you are feeling like you've accomplished something um, every single day is so important just to oh, just yeah. for any sort of regularity, really. I organised my socks yesterday. Felt really good. <laughs> I mean, I'm defrosting the freezer later. So we are so exciting. <laughs> my heart rate's just gone up at how on the edge we are living. It, yeah, but it, it's, it's unfortunate that normality is, it helps just making sure that you are doing those little bits and pieces of day to day just makes you feel like the world is still turning and that you do still have to do things. You still have to be clean and washed and kind of do work and stuff like that. So, That's yeah. Definitely. Very good and nice. And the, the fake news thing is just because I don't know. Well, that that won't have been something that will have really like got. Will it have gone on in the past? Like in the oldy days when they had crises, did they have to put up with fake news, or is that just such a worse thing now? We've got Photoshop. <laughs> I think it's probably worse nowadays. But they must have had just like rumors and gossip and stuff like that. Uh, I just don't understand the mindset of people that are just like, oh, everything's going to shit. What should I do? Oh, I know. I'll make something that will make it worse yeah what's what's going on with you why don't you just go have a little sit down cup of tea and maybe sort your socks out go on <laughs> sort your socks out. <laughs> is that, the, that that is going to be the takeaway from this episode just sort your socks out man go on sort your bloody socks, socks out. out what's wrong with you don't be a dick sort your socks out <laughs> don't put your dick in the socks that's just we're not yeah, at a peak crisis yet yeah to make it people. weird didn't you <laughs> and that's quite literally what i'm here for <laughs> like it's your job to keep everything on track and it's my job to lower the tone <laughs> <laughs> and on that note who have we got next lauren who have we got next let's have let's have pippa evans oh yes her episode was very upbeat hello it's pippa evans here and i'm really pleased to be asked to be on uh, the calm podcast again because i enjoyed our conversation so much last time uh, and I've sent so many people to this podcast because it's so uh, beautiful, I think, is the right word. Uh, I mean, a lovely way to think about how we think and how our brains work. And of course, in this time of the unknown, what's going on, we don't know what's going on. Um, our minds can be really in a panic. Uh, and that's why we're sort of finding ourselves panic buying things and, and sort of trying to do things that might create some kind of normality and safety that in a in a... Uh, space where we don't really know what's going on um so while we're trying to remain calm and we're trying to do all the things that we've been told to do it's, it can be really hard because we don't know what this is we don't know what space this is and it's confusing because uh, the internet is telling us it's all going wrong and yet uh, if you walk outside your door it's very strangely calm so my advice in this unknown time is to Look at a tree. Uh, bear with me. Uh, I think I mentioned trees last time I was on the podcast, but I think trees have the answer to everything. 
So I would look at a tree and think about that tree and think about how it sheds its leaves and then it grows its leaves and how its roots are deep and how it's been there forever and that every tree has been through everything before. So in these times, these uncertain times, but particularly in a time right now, I would say, look at a tree, be still like the tree, learn from the tree, because the tree's done it all before. This is Pippa Evans telling you to be more like a tree. Lots of love to you, wherever you are. I feel like trees are a recurring theme of this podcast. They really are. People find them so calming and just kind of their existence such a a, a nice uh, thing. It's, uh, it's not really anything I considered before this podcast and now they're bloody everywhere. Oh, I'm just looking out my window now. Hello, outside world. Oh, I can see a big old tree. Oh, brag. Yeah. It's because you're no longer in London, that's why. I know. We've got trees and affordable housing. <laughs> well... <laughs> it was affordable till we all lost our money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you don't laugh, you will weep uncontrollably. <laughs> Do you find yourself laughing now at like things that are just not necessarily things you shouldn't be laughing at, but you find yourself laughing manically and you're like, oh, I'm losing it. Oh, no. <laughs> at least about once a day usually in the evening just kind of really get the giggles about something extremely stupid and it just yeah. kind of all comes out it's really b- bizarre who are we gonna have next we just had pippa there she is now let's right i think he is sure because he is so smart that i feel like whatever he says i will just believe instantly yeah agreed here he is hello my name is Ahir Shah, and I am a stand-up comedian, or at least I was. Um, and I think that I will be again once my chosen profession of gathering large numbers of people in a small space no longer constitutes an imminent threat to public health. It's been a slightly odd one uh, these last few days, as it has for everyone, I'm sure, I do slightly feel as though I've been made redundant indefinitely and don't really know when things are going to strike up again. But I equally know that the scale of all of the problems affecting the world are considerably larger than me, than us at the moment, seemingly larger than even governments. So I'm trying to focus on the things that I can actually do in my own bit and my own capabilities and that seemingly is to stay indoors as much as one can watch my partner sat opposite me working from home at the table and having as normal a time as we can have together keeping in touch with my friends and family in whatever way I can remotely and generally thinking about what is to come after. I also find it oddly soothing to reflect on the fact that if once this all does pass, because it will, inevitably, that if the gravest consequences for me and my family are a sort of 
professional hit or financial hit or that sort of thing, then I will actually be extremely lucky because considerably worse things uh, could happen and unfortunately will happen um, to many of us. Uh, But usefully, we can all do our little part to try to minimise that to the greatest extent possible. Oh, did you also get really unnerved during that pause there? And then we yeah. like a drink of water. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there's still a minute and a half of the clip. <laughs> yeah, it's that weird toss up though, isn't it? It's that weird thing of having to plough on with everything, even though everything is absolutely shit. Hoping and praying for the future to be a lot, like obviously for this all to pass as quickly as possible. But then having to realise that it is going to take a while and it is, it is what it is. There's not yeah. much anything. We're all completely helpless in this situation. There's nothing we can do. We can be angry. We can be sad. We can be furious that we're having to go through this. But every single person is, and it's it's just waiting. It's all that is. And I feel like such a common phrase that's coming out of people are like, "It's going to be like a completely different world on the other side." Like, "Oh, it's going to be a different world when we get through this." Yeah. I think the way my brain is functioning at the minute. I now keep having these weird, like, almost like fever dreams. Oh, my God, I hope they're not fever dreams. But <laughs> not fever, regular temperature dreams. <laughs> Where I'm, like, on a magic carpet, you know, the whole new world bit of Aladdin. Mm. I keep having these really odd, like, little daydreams and regular dreams. And I think it's because people are talking about new worlds where I'm just on a magic carpet. But then I mean, because of the dreams, when I wake up, I can't remember what the whole new world was like. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> Lauren. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, 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 it's impossible to know what's going to be, everything's going to be like after all this. But frankly, I just think it'll return to normal quite quickly. Everyone will be in the pub, and no one will want to discuss what they were like, what it was like working at home. Yeah, that'd be about the most of it. I am. Um, this might be really soppy, but I'm gonna. Um, oh, he's probably listening to this. If he is, hello, hello. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm obviously like apart from my partner for the foreseeable. Um, I love her, I'm now calling him partner. Like, I haven't called him Matt in every other fucking episode. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Where's your standards now, Lauren? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm going to write him, like, letters. Because nice. I thought that would be, like, just a nice way. Like, give me something to do and have something to look forward to. Even though, like, his replies are probably going to be like, oh, why are you sending me a letter? <laughs> mm. But I'm going to, like, proper, oh, I don't have a desk. I'll sit <laughs> at the table and pretend I'm at a desk. And I'm going to pretend like I'm an old-timey woman of the war <laughs> and my, like my beloved like romantic letters and then in the future my grandkids I'll be like oh do you want to see how grandma and granddad coped with the coronavirus panic of 2020 and then it'll just be a big stack of letters where he's telling me to piss off <laughs> I think that's wonderful climate emergency <laughs> <laughs> that's really lovely yeah I think that'd be really good nice little letters exactly I don't know if I remember how to bloody write. It's been that long since I've held a pen. <laughs> and you have to do it by candlelight as well. Yes. Uh, oh, do you remember that thing? You, did you ever do this in school when you had to do like old timey letters and then you would like dip them in coffee or tea bags or something to make yeah. them look old? Maybe I'll do to, that. Maybe I'll go all out. You have to burn out. the edges a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to get a quill. <laughs> so, oh, suddenly quarantine's got a lot more exciting for me. Yep. Self-isolation day seven. I'm off to go get a feather from a bird. <laughs> <laughs>
I love that your first thought wasn't even purchasing a proper quill. It is just to go in and attack whatever bird is outside your house. <laughs> well, Pippa did tell us to go to the tree. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Who have we got next? Sophie Duca. Hey there, little buddy. It's professional comedian, skilled lover and adequate friend, Sophie Duca. I'm just checking in on how you're doing in this pre-apocalypse phase. Although I say pre-apocalypse to be optimistic, as I am speaking in the past and you are listening from the near future. And what a future! That wasn't rhetorical, I'm genuinely interested. I don't want to speculate wildly, but I have so many questions about the time in which you live. Is looting a thing yet? Are full Broadway musicals being performed from people's bedrooms? Have urban foxes emerged as the superior species? Current in your not-too-distant timeline, I imagine some of it, at least, is cause for concern. Even without all your hashtag own shit going on, or not going on as the case may be, the universe feels marginally less accommodating than it did even a mere month ago. And that's why I am here to ask, nay plead, nay beg, you, the listener, to do the only decent thing, the only thing you can do for your community, your country, and civilization as a whole, other than self-isolating, sanitizing, and not stockpiling your sausage. Once you've taken care of the essentials, I need you to take matters into your own hands by having a big, old wank. Yes, a wank. Funky that monkey. Beat that meat. Jerk the gherkin. Save Private Ryan. That's an order. And I know, while some of you will all too eagerly take up arms and hands to answer my call for autoeroticism, some of you will be made shy or shocked by my suggestion. Doing the five-finger knuckle shuffle or jilling off in quarantine might seem overly indulgent. In these times of pandemic, you don't want to be Nero fiddling as Rome's in lockdown. Self-love, whatever form that takes, is one thing all of us desperately need right now, when morale is low and the near future uncertain. So if you can, take this time to rest and recharge. Be kind to yourself. Run a bubble bath. Make your favourite meal. Then squeeze that lemon until the juice runs down your leg. My name is Sophie Duca, and I say, you do you. You'll feel much better for it. Oh, that was a very sexual one. We haven't had one of those, have we? <laughs> that is the, yes, we have not. I'm not really sure how to, uh, to... Uh, replied, well, it, it's a very good idea. Um, it's definitely an activity that everyone should do. It burns calories. It's, I'm trying to um, think of the practicalities if you are like, because obviously all the kids are off school now, just being oh, yes. like, uh, kids, can you just go occupy yourself downstairs? <laughs> um, after have a quarantine wank. <laughs> oh dear. Oh. a name for it. No. I mean, I think quarantine wank does pretty much cover it, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, if we all follow Sophie's advice, we're all going to come out with one arm a lot bigger than the other one. <laughs> That's how we're going to be able to spot who's followed Sophie's advice. People have just got like one big old arm. One person just carrying all their shopping in one hand and playing on their phone in the <laughs> yeah. other. Maybe that's how it could come in handy because then you've got one strong arm so that when you go to the shops, you can like do your shopping with one hand and like bat away selfish people trying to stockpile with the other hand. Exactly, gonna, there we go. We're going to have a generation of multitask. Sophie has just created a better future for us. Exactly. Everyone wank for Britain. <laughs> I really want you to cut everything else out apart from that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
welcome to today's podcast. Everyone wank for Britain. <laughs> Don't forget to donate to Calm. <laughs> With your free hand, please contact Calm on 0800 585858. <laughs> And, and moving swiftly on, <laughs> let's go to Elf Lions. Lovely. Although I think if there's anybody else on this list who is probably going to have one that could be about sex, could be could be Elf. Might be be, 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 be about to have a double wank whammy. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Have I lowered the tone? <laughs> I didn't. I mean... Somebody brought it up. I just was doing my sole job that I have of presenting this episode. <laughs> <laughs> right, Elf Lions, here she comes. Hi, I'm Elf Lions and I'm a comedian. I'm currently recording this from the uh, quarantine of my own bed as I deal with the early symptoms of a terrible flu. I'm experiencing rural isolation with my two parents, which I think for lots of people, especially freelancers, this is a terrifying concept. It's like the start of any sort of dystopian horror novel. I find also at the moment there's been so much pressure to be creative in this time, to sort of write that novel, to start that yoga exercise, to write that poem, write, you know, that play. And I actually find it way more stressful because sometimes all I really want to do right now is sit incredibly still and just look at a tree. <laughs> We've got to accept the things we cannot change. So these are my tips on what I've been doing. Finding as much comfort as I can in animals. I record this holding my guinea pig and being with an animal is, the, is they're just the most beautiful godlike time wasters and you can be with them for so long. So if you are able to be with an animal, go and hold them, cuddle them, sit by them and just watch the way they behave. If you're near the countryside, get into watching birds, understanding the history of bird watching. Reading books, there's also this pressure to consume a book in a day. I find choose books the same way you add different foods to, from a buffet. Read a chapter of a self-help book. Read a small bit from a very short philosophical essay. Read a different article. But you don't have to sit down still for two hours and just blitz your way through war and peace. That's not fun and it's stressful and also reading is exhausting. Finally, for those who are suffering with chronic pain, such as myself, I'm not able to do the physio anymore uh, that I usually have because of my spinal injury. But Feldenkrais is sort of the most low-key, chilled-out form of stretching that I could ever recommend. Find a few YouTube videos of that. It'll help with your breathing. It'll help with your sleep. And on top of that, get yourself a horror audiobook because sometimes you need to listen to something more terrifying than what is currently going on. But remember, one step at a time, just take one day and it's time, and it's okay not to be the most proactive you during a time of crisis. Yes, I'm just, um, just going to say hello to my dad, who has just come home. <laughs> Hi, Dad. Hello. That's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm talking to you, by the way, not my dad now. Oh, okay. <laughs> have you, like, listened or read anything, like, new in all this? Like, how Elf was like, ooh, like, read a, or listen to, a, like, a horror audiobook. Have you, like, pushed yourself to be like, I'm going to watch something I've never seen before or read something different to what I'd normally read? I actually haven't. I've gone the other way, and I've gone for comfort stuff that I know and I know takes my mind off stuff. So I've been watching yeah. silly action films from the 90s. I nice. uh, watched, watched Armageddon a couple of nights ago just to lighten the mood a little bit <laughs> and then watched uh, Event Horizon last night. But I think that that um, point of kind of reading a scary audiobook or a, a novel or something, something scarier than what's happening at the moment is really quite beautiful sentiment because um, yeah. it, it just gives you a, a little bit of perspective. Maybe don't watch anything like Contagion or Outbreak <laughs> or something along those lines, but I don't know, maybe it's more Rex and Stephen King and stuff like that would be uh, yeah. a lot of those lines. Cemetery on and be like, things are bad. At least my cat's not trying to kill me. Exactly that. <laughs> Just thankful for that little bit. Things. At least there's not an orphan Victorian ghost in my house. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, that yeah, was really lovely. And another tree. And another tree. See, trees are calming. Need to get a tree. Right. Let's go. Let's go for the lovely Dame Baptiste. Hi, this is Dane Baptiste, and I'm speaking on behalf of Conversations Against Living Miserably, trying to help you keep calm within self-isolation during this coronavirus. So here's my advice. First of all is do not worry. Human beings have been here before. We have tens of thousands of years of natural evolution and immunity under our belt. It's a very, very tough time now, but sometimes we require this in order for us to evolve 
and for us to just essentially level up as human beings. And that leveling up can take place A, by boosting our immune systems and learning to combat against infection. And also within this isolation, taking some time to interact with each other. We're a social species and sometimes being there for one another and caring for one another can have an as equal a positive effect as any type of medicine. That being said... My advice is also to make sure that your uh, medicine cabinet is stocked up, but don't depend on it too much. As I said, we are naturally evolved creatures, so make sure you stay very hydrated. Make sure you kick all of your RDA, all of your vitamins and minerals, especially because, let's be honest, guys, if you're spending a lot of time by yourself in isolation, I imagine that a large amount of that time will be spent uh, loving yourself. So you're going to need to remain hydrated and have lots of zinc. I think that's about as tasteful as I can keep that piece of advice. I would also say, you know, take some time to explore your creativity. A lot of time, the one of the best things about creativity and art is that it provides a natural escape. And if you are in self-isolation, you're probably going to need an escape from some of your more anxious thoughts. So maybe write a poem, write a rap song, paint a picture. Do whatever you find provides you with a catharsis and provides you with escape from current situation that we're dealing with at the moment. And my final piece of advice would be to connect. And if you have any forms of communication and you have people in your life that you're able to connect with, check in upon them. Odds are self-isolation is very lonely and frustrating and potentially scary for many people. So if you have the opportunity to connect with like-minded people, maybe try and connect with them. Maybe start a Facebook group or WhatsApp group or maybe have a connection of people on Instagram. The best thing about the times we're living in now is that there are so many ways we can connect with one another. So take the time to connect with humanity at this particular point of this humanitarian crisis. That's my advice, but most of all, be safe and be well. I said we should write a rap. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then, of course, we had our second mention of wanking. Yes. <laughs> I feel bad for Elf. I thought it would be Elf. Oh, I think you misjudged Elf. Elf was very sensible and gave some very good advice. I can only apologise, Elf. I find Dane's voice so calming as well. It's so yeah. rational in this time. Wonderful. Well, what he was talking about, like, starting, like, whether it be a WhatsApp group or connecting. Have you downloaded the house part? Oh, this is, I was on about this in the last one, I think, the house party app. Oh, I haven't done it yet, no. I've downloaded it, and, like, you can basically, if your friends get it, you essentially just all video call into a room, but you can like play daft little games and stuff. So like, oh, nice. so I did that last night and that was quite fun. It was like mm. me, uh, a comedian and then two of the people who work in the comedy industry and just for about 15 minutes, we were all in this little chat and I was like, this is nice. We will go for Maisie Adam. Hey. Her before to check how she was doing. Hello, my name's Maisie Adam. Um, my advice for this uncertain period of time is to be careful with what media we consume. There's a lot of um, theories going out there. There's a lot of false information. There's a lot of opinions and not facts, especially when it comes to social media rather than the news apps. Um, you know, take the advice of uh, the professionals rather than your Auntie Sue on Facebook. Um look at where the information's coming from. But also, I'd definitely say, monitor where you, how often you're getting this, this info from. Um, no good is going to come of you scouring these websites over and over again. Um, 
definitely monitor how, how long we do it and, and, and focus on doing some fun stuff as well. Yeah, you can't go outside and go to the pub or whatever, but, um, you know, don't... If Mohammed can't go to the mountain, bring Mohammed... Oh, hang on, no. If Mohammed can't go to the mountain, bring the mountain to Mohammed. Basically, bring the nightclub to you. Um, have a little party in your front room. Put some music on. Put some little mix on. Have some chocolate. Um, you know, read a book. I'm not saying I do that in the nightclub. I'm just trying to think of things that I enjoy doing now. Read a book. There's some really good reading lists. Uh, watch some good films. Brett Goldstein, who does another great podcast. Um, not as good as this one, obviously. Uh, he does a podcast called Films to be Buried With. And uh, every day he's posting a film that is recommended by somebody who's been on the podcast. Um, and you, you all watch those films in the confines of your own home. Uh, and then you can join in on Twitter with the hashtag um, and sort of share opinions in it. So um, although you might be self-isolating, take all of these measures to make sure that you don't feel isolated. Talk to people online. Try to talk about stuff that's not to do with the virus as well. Talk about stuff that you would talk about when you were in the pub. Um, so, you know, that could be films, books, TV programmes, having a go at your mate for texting her ex again. All of the usual stuff. Um I think that's the best thing to do is obviously uh, acknowledge what's going on, but don't let it ru rule your life. It's ruling where you've got to stay indoors, but it doesn't have to ruin what you're talking about uh, and, and rule uh, uh, what you do within those confines of, of being inside. Um, and wash your hands. Jeez, wash your hands. There's so many things doing the rounds of uh, what you can hum whilst you're washing your hands. It doesn't just have to be happy birthday. If you're bored of happy birthday, you can also do the monologue from Come Dine With Me where the blokes are really sore loser. Um, just YouTube, uh, what a sad little life, Jane. Uh, and thank me later. Thank me when all this is over. Uh, stay safe. Look after yourselves. We'll all be all right. Lovely. Yeah, brilliant advice. Very much up for little mix in my living room constantly <laughs> for 12 weeks. Someone tweeted me this the other day because I said um, how, you know, the the BBC news alert noise. Yeah. I felt like I was starting to have the same reaction to that as my like iPhone alarm clock going off. I was just mm -hmm. like, oh God, what now? And someone was like, turn it off. Like, and I was like, to be honest, it's not, I don't have it on. It was me fella at the time. At the mm. time, I'm not like I've left them. No, I just <laughs> no longer I'm in the same house as them. And I have to say to him, can we like not have the news on constantly? Because it is so consuming. And I was like, can we just watch it when he comes and does these little these little chats at six o'clock or whatever right? exactly and then you that. can check it through the day if you want but please don't please don't tell me <laughs> no it's like Bryony was saying as well she gives herself that little bit of time to check the news she gets everything she needs to do and then she's done for the day there's no need to sit there all day waiting for the next bad thing to happen exactly exactly and the next <laughs> I was gonna, it's gonna be like, and the next good thing to happen is like, I'll be proud. And I was like, oh my god, that's like a radio DJ from like the seventies. Hello, I'm Alfie Brown. I'm a comedian, or I was a comedian until all provable examples of that being my primary activity got sent to the bin. Um, this is a very depressing, discombobulating time. Uh. But it's also quite heartening, I think, because all of these things that we have on a day-to-day -day basis, like, you know, our jobs and, generally speaking, our civilization, 
we always just sort of moved through them, never really acknowledging them. We would acknowledge each other, our jobs, our phones, or activities, things like the weather. It's been a long time since I've heard somebody talk about the weather. That's welcome respite. But all these things like civilization that we have, or you kind of go, oh, I quite like them. That was really good, wasn't it? And we'll have it back, and we'll be more grateful for it than we were before. In this time of isolation, I think the line between boredom and depression are becoming ever more apparent to me. Um, I am going to try and do something that I've wanted to do. Learn Spanish. Read uh, Karl Ove Nalsgaard's A Man in Love. Uh, or Infinite Jest, that big thousand-page thing that nobody ever reads because it's too long. I could actually read that if my children will let me, which of course they won't. But I can teach my children Spanish with me. You know, there are loads of good things that this time can achieve. Time is a gift. And uh, as Sarch says, if uh, if you can't do what you originally wanted to do, change your project, change your goal, and try and focus on the positive uh, of the circumstance shift not the negative. Goodbye. Can we just appreciate that in this podcast we have had Wankin and Sartre all covered yep. in one episode? I mean, with this podcast, you get a bit of everything. There's no... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was just thinking, I can't remember the last time anyone mentioned the weather. No. It's been bloody glorious the last two days. I haven't even... No one's mentioned it at all. To be honest, not, I think I'm on... guilty for not even looking outside. Yeah. Which is probably quite bad. I know I didn't get outside. Someone said that to me. They were like, oh, if you can't go to the gym for a run, are you still going to run outside? And I was like, oh, no, I should. But, oh, outside's so far away. I know. <laughs> we're self-isolating now. We don't go outside anymore. <laughs> we adopt our new lives as mole people. As <laughs> creepy hermits. It's all grand. <laughs> Thank you very much. I can't imagine what it must be like, though, for people who are self-isolating with kids because kids aren't going to fully understand are they depending on obviously the age of the small mm-hmm. human but ah uh, well my sister won't let me come see her for two weeks till I'm sure they've got no symptoms because she's asthmatic but I bet you like on day 15 those kids are going to be plonked on me to give her a bit of a breathing space literally of course, yeah <laughs> and after about a day I'll be like well, I don't think I'm quite ready for children yet <laughs> But once again, it's like it's like Bryony said. It's it's accepting the fact that you know you're going to get frustrated. That it is going to be difficult, and acknowledging that doesn't make you a bad parent. It's acknowledging yeah. how it actually what the situation is going to be like, and you are going to get frustrated, and it's going to be extremely difficult. And that's okay to feel that way. I can just imagine, you know, all these like smug parents you see online who are like, "I don't let my children have screen time," or "I don't let my children eat junk food." I bet you. Mm. Just the walls of their carefully constructed perfect life are just tumbling down now and they're like, just go on the iPad, please. Yep. It's <laughs> going to be go Peppa Pig iPad. and chicken nuggets in within two days. Yeah. <laughs> and there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go for Catherine Bohart next. Oh, lovely. Hello, I'm Catherine Bohart. And my tip for surviving is surviving seems such an extreme word for getting through the next few weeks because we do have to remember it's temporary um is probably 
stems from the fact that I have obsessive compulsive disorder and um, times like this are hyper stressful and um, triggering for want of a better word and so what I have been doing or what I found really helpful is to remind myself that a this will pass b um, it is not a validation of my OCD so I think it's really important in extreme or peculiar circumstances to because your brain goes, aha, see, we should all be washing our hands 20,000 times a day. Aha, see, everyone else is filthy, is to remind myself that this is exceptional and that OCD is a liar and that if I keep doing what I always do and remain calm and clean myself as I would um, and everyone else does the same, we'll be just fine. So not letting it affirm or confirm my um, OCD's tendencies. But also um, things I find really helpful with that in particular are to do things that require concentration. So take me out of my brain and into something that I can be slightly all-consuming. Things I really find helpful are exercise. I'm doing 30-minute like dvd workouts like i'm some sort of jane fonda lady from the 80s and you better believe i wear a headband um oh and baking um because baking is really calming for me i listen to music and there's a direct outcome but also it requires concentration what i'm telling you is i've turned into some sort of 1980s housewife so as to deal with coronavirus i'm not saying it has to be for you or that you have to accept the gender consequences of that uh, it's just a little thought oh also plan your evenings like if you've worked all day as i'm sure you have uh don't forget to make yourself a little treat for the evening um i'm big into like cinema nights or a bath um but i do also write what i'm going to treat myself in the evening with on the other side of my to-do list so that when i've done them all um I get my reward. So yeah, I hope that helps. And I hope you're all right. And uh, watch some comedy. There's loads online and a laugh always helps. I really like the idea, and I genuinely not thought of it, doing things that require concentration. Yeah, indeed, I hadn't thought of that either because I've just been going for things that... brain can actually fix on. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I've seen a few comics doing this, actually doing like crosswords online and stuff. I mean, I'm all about the Sudoku myself, not the crosswords. Yeah. But apart from that, it's all grand. <laughs> or maybe a quiz, which is coming after Steam. Oh. <laughs> like, honestly, I'm not even blowing my own trumpet here. I am getting so good at this presenting stuff. That segue <laughs> wasn't even planned. No, it wasn't. We haven't planned any of this. Not that you'll be able to tell, but... That's just natural talent, that was. <laughs> Right, we are going to go to our, our last clip of That's a Job Application for Aldi Lauren. That's not <laughs> Steen <laughs> Roscopolis. We're going to play the lovely Steen Roscopolis. G'day everyone. I think during this time of self-isolation and working from home that it's important to maintain a routine. And that's setting alarms, so wake up at the same time, going to bed at the same time, eating meals around the same time to kind of create still a working day for yourself. And if you're someone who's creative like me, that means, you know, getting out of bed, eating breakfast and setting time aside to work at your desk. And when I mean working at your desk, don't work from your bed. 
It gets very easy to kind of just, you know, lay in bed where it's warm, watching TV programs between writing or um, painting or drawing or whatever you're doing. And if you create a space which is usually accustomed to sleeping and resting and now merges in your workspace, it becomes increasingly harder, at least I've found, to kind of get to bed and to settle down later at night. I think talking over the phone with family and friends, for me, being away from my family uh, in Australia at the moment, it's been tough, but being able to talk to them and constantly FaceTime and send messages has been very important to kind of stay sane and also to rekindle conversations with friends that I haven't had uh, time to do in the past few weeks and months. Uh, trying to exercise in whatever you do. Uh, you don't need weights or anything at home. You can you can do squats, you can do push-ups, you can do sit-ups and you know, you can create little challenges for yourself every day just trying to trying to better yourself. Um, and even if you if you can't do that, just do do something, whether it's um, you know, brushing your teeth. You know, that's that, that uses your arms, doesn't it? Um, but really look after yourself, reach out um to anyone. Uh, who you think might be able to help, um, write down a journal, a, a diary. I think this period in time is going to be very interesting uh, in the next you know, decades to centuries to come. And I think passing down those, those information of how we got through this will be interesting for people to read. And um, yeah, stay safe. If you need anything, you can always contact me on any of my social media and I'll be glad to talk to you uh, and help you through it as well. Much love. Have you been following Steen's Instagram over the last few days? Of course I have. It has been a highlight. So for anyone who does not know, Steen has been doing hashtag scenes with Steen, and they've been proper making me laugh. Like, <laughs> so people send in like sort of one half of a, of a scene, like a video clip, and then Steen basically responds with a video clip. So they're like building up these little funny scenes i don't think i'm selling it as well as it is i'm just using the word scenes a lot (laughs) (laughs) it's what lauren said but funny as is most of my most of my life (laughs) i didn't mean that first you barked at me (laughs) 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 the the exercise thing is a because i am someone who likes get that's how I used to break my day up would be like to go to the gym for a little bit of a run mm-hmm. no I do need to get outside but I suppose it's quite hard to feel motivated at the minute I think everyone's going to be feeling that I think it is just and it's one of those annoying things as well the moment you start doing it you feel so much better but it's just pushing yourself to actually get going oh yes should I do a little quiz for you oh let's do it come on right question number one I think you'll know <laughs> this one this seems like a piece of knowledge you would know Oh, I didn't do my theme tune. It's a oh. quiz. Do, do, do. Right, there we go. <laughs> uh, I am available for jingle writing for a large fee. <laughs> I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, but Kummerspeck is the German word for eating when you're sad, but what does it literally translate to? Uh, bacon grief. Yes, and you know. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's like two things he has good knowledge in. Grief and bacon. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Yep, nice to see that my brand... <laughs> Sadness and food. <laughs> there we are. That is my niche right there. That sounds like so. Oh, Grief Bacon can join our rap band. 
Yes, there we are. <laughs> oh, yes. That's oh. all you need to know about why I shouldn't rap. Would you like to join my rap troupe? <laughs> <laughs> Number two, what do light switches, LucasAids, and windscreen wipers all have in common? No, no idea. They were all invented in Newcastle. Oh, I see. It's they're all going to get quite specific now, isn't it? Repping, <laughs> repping the brand. <laughs> that was that was quite a good factual one. Well, to That's really good. One. I didn't know any of that. That's very good. Number three. How long does a pig's orgasm last? Six hours. Eight hours. Minutes. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Not too high. Too high. I, I remember it being really long and I was like, oh, it's really long. It's going to be six hours. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think you like this one. Who is Niels Olav and why does he have a knighthood? Uh, he is a Norwegian penguin who oh has a knighthood in Edinburgh Zoo and does a parade once a year where the staff have to salute him. I genuinely didn't think you would know this one. That is one of my favourite facts um, in the entire world ever. And I've I'm never been to Edinburgh Zoo to see him. We should, I was going to say, we should do that, but I don't think the festival's going to go ahead this year. But that's I'd be very surprised if we are up in Edinburgh this year. But if we are, we're going to go see, Mr. <laughs> going to go see Mr. Olaf. <laughs> yeah, number five. What is a group of pugs called? If it's not a puggle, then everything is ridiculous. No, but it is equally cute. It's a grumble. Oh, that is good. A Damn it, that's a good pug. one. <laughs> grumble of pugs. This is another one that I don't know how to pronounce. I'm going to apologise in offence if anybody is listening. Apologise in offence, apologise in advance. That's wrong. What does shamomasham mean? Shamomasham? Mama Sham or Sh- I did I did that thing on YouTube where they pronounce it for you and I have <laughs> forgotten. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. It's a Georgian word that means I accidentally ate the whole thing. <laughs> I think that's going to be very helpful over the the coming weeks. Oh, definitely. Just anytime <laughs> someone comes in, just be like Shamama Sham. <laughs> there are no crisps left. <laughs> and my final one is put these things in order of age, sliced bread, sunglasses, and Betty White. I know Betty White is older than sliced bread. Yes, but is she older than sunglasses? I think sunglasses are well old, so I'm gonna go sunglasses, Betty White, sliced bread. The youngest is sunglasses, they are 91 years old. Sliced bread is 92 years old, but topping them all is Betty White, who is 98 years old. And that concludes my quiz. Amazing work. Cheers, mate. Thank you so much. <laughs> if you're not doing this as a weekly quiz from now on, I think we're going to have many disappointed people. I know, right? I love Ethan's <laughs> <Lisa's> knowledge. <laughs> Betty White. Uh, yeah. Older than Betty White. Brilliant. <laughs> I swear, if anyone steals that concept, I'll probably not really do anything. I'm not actually that motivated at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be cross from a <laughs> She will be furious. Edison. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for uh, recording these two with me, Lauren. It's been a right old giggle. Thanks for that. It was your idea, and it's been very fun. And it's I been hope, brilliant. I hope other people have got something out of this, and not just not just me having the enjoyment of making a quiz. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel a lot better anyway. So that's yeah. um, if at least we're taking something away from it. And obviously, and thanks. Course, all the ad money goes to calm. So even just by you have done I a mean, wonderful thing. Exactly that. Brilliant. All right. Well, I'm going to let you get back to your self-isolation then. Nice. I don't know what I'm going to do. 
I've already organised the socks. Do we want to look at the tree? That's what I'm going to do. I was just going to say, I'm going to go find a tree as well. <laughs> me, me, you all, oh, we're going to get so many tweets of pictures of trees, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's going to be brilliant. If you can just send us uh, tree content for next week, that'd yes. be wonderful. Thank you very much. And we will get through this time. <laughs> <laughs> and on that Everyone note... Everyone after themselves. Bye! Bye. 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 Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Would you give your mum, dad, aunt or that uncle who hugged your partner a little too long free access to your phone? Oh no! Oh my god, it's, it's a really long video! Ew! In Dave's brand new YouTube original, Get Off My Phone, we've got six comedians to give their phones over to a relative with total freedom to read messages, DMs, photos and browser history. What's your social history? Sorry? What to do, tips for relief. The rules are simple. Their relative can read anything they want and even make calls from the comedian's phone. What is this? What is I know what this one is. That, that looks really okay. bad. Starring Tanya Moore, Anya Magliano, Finlay Christie, Travis J with his mum Angie Lamar, Hayley Morris, Grace Campbell and dad Alistair Campbell. Slightly sexually compromising people. <laughs> Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Get off my phone, a Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel.